you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. Hey listeners, I have one quick announcement before we begin. Celebrated every year on March 8th, International Women's Day acknowledges the social, economic, and political achievements of women around the world. We've made a lot of progress over the years, but there's still a long way to go. I thought one small way I can recognize the accomplishments of the women around me is by sharing the incredible shows of female podcasters. Women represent about half of podcast listeners nationwide, but an overwhelming majority of the top charting shows are hosted by men. In fact, a 2020 analysis by The Wrap showed that of 109 shows surveyed over a 31-day period, only 23 were hosted by women. That's only about 21%. There are so many amazing podcasts hosted by dedicated, hard-working women just doing what they love. I would love to celebrate these fantastic shows. So, if you're a lady with a podcast, please email me at straightupenigmas at gmail.com with a 30-60 to second promo of your show. I'll compile all these trailers into one episode that will air on International Women's Day. We did this last year, and it worked out so well. Those who participated said they really appreciated having their voices heard. And if you listen to our episode this year, you might just find your new favorite podcast. Again, our email is straightupenigmas at gmail.com. Again, our email is straightupenigmas at gmail.com. And you can also message us on social media with any questions at all. Thank you, and now, let's begin. In the 1980 horror film The Changeling, composer John Russell witnesses the tragic death of his wife and daughter in a car crash. In the hope of rebuilding his life, Russell leaves his home in New York City for a secluded mansion near Seattle. But he quickly realizes he's not alone in the massive house. Along with unexplained noises, he catches glimpses of a little boy. But when he looks again, the boy is gone. Convinced there's a supernatural presence in the house, he enlists the help of a local historian. What they uncover is more shocking than he could ever have imagined. George C. Scott stars in this chilling ghost story, and it's one of the most acclaimed and terrifying horror films of all time. I remember watching The Changeling at a sleepover when I was a teenager and being scared to death. I remember the eerie soundtrack and one iconic scene of a demonic runaway wheelchair. As frightening as the movie is, the true story of the house that inspired it is 
even creepier. The Changeling is based on the paranormal events Russell Hunter supposedly experienced while living in an old home in Denver, Colorado in the late 1960s. Did he really live through a haunting that would go on to inspire a horror movie? Did Hunter barely survive his ghost-infested house? Or did he make it all up? Stay with us as we take a closer look at the true story that inspired the changeling. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Hello, listeners. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review. It really helps out our podcast. Connect with us on social media where we post each episode as it airs. We're proud to be a member of the Straight Up Strange Network. I'll include a link to the network's Facebook page along with all the articles we reference in the episode in the show notes. If you'd like to support our podcast, please check us out at patreon.com slash straightupenigmas to receive bonus content, shoutouts on social media, personalized messages from me, and early access to our regularly scheduled episodes. Without further ado, let's begin. According to the Denver Public Library, Russell Hunter worked as a musical arranger for CBS TV in New York City, but moved to Colorado in the mid-1960s to help his parents manage the Three Birches Lodge in Boulder. He missed writing music, though, so after a couple of years, he went in search of his own home where he could live and work on his art. He finally stumbled upon the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion in Denver, Colorado. The rent for the massive house, which has since been demolished, was only $200 at the time. According to Ranker, Hunter later said that this was because no one else wanted to live there. Just to provide a bit of background, the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion sat in Cheeseman Park in central Denver. The area was originally home to Prospect Hill Cemetery, founded in 1858. Years later, the government decided the cemetery was built on federal land. Denver bought the plot back from the U.S. government shortly after that, and a plan was put together to turn the area into a park. Families were given just 90 days to move their loved ones from their burial sites. After that, when construction began in 1893, workers removed any remaining bodies in an unbelievably gruesome way. To save money, the construction workers dug up the graves, chopped the bodies into pieces, and loaded them into child-sized caskets. Unsurprisingly, stories soon began circulating that 
Cheeseman Park was haunted. Visitors complained of cold spots and uneasiness and began finding orbs in their photos. As recently as 2010, workers digging trenches for the park's irrigation system unearthed four skeletons from the abandoned cemetery. Beginning on February 9, 1969, Hunter started experiencing strange phenomena in the house. There was, quote, unbelievable banging and crashing that happened every morning at 6 a.m. and stopped as soon as Hunter's feet would touch the floor. Faucets began to turn on by themselves, and doors opened and closed on their own. Walls vibrated so violently, paintings crashed to the floor. Hunter soon decided to search his house for the source of the haunting. He and an architect friend uncovered a hidden staircase in the back of a closet. The stairway led to the third floor of the home, where Hunter found a child's trunk containing a nine-year-old schoolbooks and journal from a century ago. The journal detailed the life of a disabled boy who sadly wasn't allowed to leave the house. The boy wrote about his favorite toy, a red rubber ball. A few nights after discovering the trunk, the same rubber ball bounced down a spiral staircase in the home. To learn more about the mysterious boy, Hunter hosted a seance at his home, during which the ghost revealed that he was the spirit of a sickly child who was heir to a fortune from his grandmother. When the child became extremely ill, his parents worried that the boy's inheritance would pass to a different part of the family. When their son died, the couple secretly buried him in a field in southeast Denver and adopted a boy from a local orphanage who perfectly resembled their deceased son. They trained him to take on the identity of the dead boy, hence the Changeling film title, and the child went on to become well-educated and successful. During the seance, the specter revealed directions to his burial place under a house on South Dahlia Street. The spirit even reportedly threatened to harm the family living in the South Dahlia home if they didn't give Hunter permission to dig there. It wasn't long before Hunter and his team unearthed human remains, along with a gold medallion inscribed with the dead child's name. We'll be back right after this. Do you have an interest in the paranormal? Do you find joy in creepy things? Do you delight in terror? That's not going to work. My name is Ryan, and I am joined weekly by my friends Alex and Chad to dive deep into the stranger parts of life in an effort to understand more about the world we live in. Come listen to our podcast, That's Strange. You can find us in all of your podcast players. So go, listen, now, and please review. We'd really appreciate it. When I was 10 years old, 
I had an experience that I've never been able to explain, and I've been searching for answers ever since. Now, I'm inviting you to join me in my search on my podcast, Parareality. Join me and my roster of special guests, experts, and experiencers as we explore topics such as ghosts, spirits, hauntings, cryptids, UFOs, conspiracy theories, and other unexplained phenomena. New episodes drop on the first and third Friday of every month and can be heard on your favorite podcast station and at parareality.com. Turn on, tune in, and find out. Parareality is a proud member of the Straight Up Strange Podcast Network. Our world is full of truly strange things. Mysteries left unsolved, ancient treasures left buried beneath the sands, occult knowledge lost to the centuries long since past, and monsters lurking in our world's jungles, forests, and ocean depths, still waiting to be truly discovered. These are the things we seek on Into the Portal podcast. Venture into realms beyond our understanding every other Sunday as we discuss myths, legends, historical mysteries, lost artifacts, UFO encounters, cryptozoology, and more. Find the gateway to our interdimensional listening experience everywhere you get your podcasts and at intotheportal.com. Endless possibilities lie on the other side. The question is, do you dare venture into the portal? A few days later, Hunter began to experience more violent, ghostly activity in his home. Glass doors blew up in his face and severed an artery in his wrist. The wall behind his bed violently imploded and crumbled down on top of him. Fearing for his life, Hunter fled to a new house in the Denver area. But the hauntings moved with him. Hunter never described the paranormal activity that followed him, but it got bad enough that he contacted the Epiphany Episcopal Church and had a priest perform an exorcism to cleanse the home. Hunter only returned to the old mansion once more to watch its demolition make way for a high-rise apartment building. Instead of getting any kind of closure, though, he witnessed a shocking death. Hunter recalled, As the walls of the wing which had contained my bedroom collapsed, they suddenly flew outward and crushed to death the man operating the bulldozer. As Phil Goodstein points out in his 1996 book, the Ghosts of Denver, Capitol Hill, the details in Hunter's story don't quite add up. There's at least one major historical inaccuracy in Hunter's story, and he may have never lived at the mansion at all. 
There are no records explicitly putting him at the house in the late 60s, because it was apparently an off-the-books deal when he rented the home. There should be some sort of documentation, proof of a child's body being discovered under a home on South Dahlia Street, or the death of a bulldozer driver at the demolition. Hunter claimed he found the journal of a boy who lived in Henry Treat Rogers' mansion over a century prior to his living there in the late 1960s. But the house wasn't built until 1892. Also, the staff of the Denver Library looked into the backstory of the house and found that Henry Tree and his wife never had children. However, the Treats did have a niece and nephew who stayed with them for a few years. The niece moved out once she was married, and the nephew enlisted in the army during World War I and died overseas. There are conflicting reports about the nephew's death. He either died in Paris from exhaustion or, quote, from the effects of nervous strain from the close application of his duties. There's no other information about a young boy who possibly lived in the house. Is it possible that Hunter heard the tale of the treat's nephew and stretched the truth? Besides being a composer, he was also a writer and a playwright. Did he simply create a fictional story for the stage, meant to entertain and frighten audiences? Was Hunter and the Henry Treat Rogers Mansion really haunted? What do you think? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell. It was edited by Austin Blackwell. The theme song, Straight Up Enigmas, was created by Chuck Flyer. Among the many great articles we referenced for this episode, we found a Denver house that inspired a horror film from the Denver Public Library and the terrifying true haunting of a Denver home that inspired the changeling from Ranker, especially helpful for our research and narration. You can find links to all the articles we utilized in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode of Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.